Hey everybody, my name is Corey Allen, and of course, this is The Overton Report. So this will be the last show of the year of 2023 for us at The Overton Report on BigPatriotRadio.com. Uh, go ahead and follow me at Facebook. Just search Corey Allen or The Overton Report and you'll see me. I'm the one with the blue check. Uh, this is a very important show. Uh, we're going to talk about some South Carolina politics. This is something that multiple states throughout the union are doing. And it's something that we really, really need to nip in the bud uh, because it's getting worse and worse every single month. Uh, it's, it's, it crosses party bounds. It crosses uh, ideology. It's literal fascism be taking place where um, state governments, United States of America state governments and the federal government are picking winners and losers and pushing uh, foreign companies, some of which have extremely questionable ties to actual communist nations like the CCP, uh, into our backyards. Okay. And it's, it's dangerous. And actually it's, it's a, an important day. Because we're going to have the founder of Palmetto State Watch, one of the founders, uh, Elena Moore, and she's going to talk to us about one of these deals. Now, like I said, follow me on Facebook. Of course, you can catch us on Twitter at the Overton Report or search at Overton underscore the. Uh, but the best way, one of the one of the greatest things you could do for us at the Overton Report uh, is sign up at theovertonreport.substack.com. Together, we can keep that Overton window from shifting to places <laughs> hitherto never dreamed of. Okay, but let's let's hop right into it. Today, I really want to talk about. A new deal that our governor and uh, Governor Henry McMaster and the South Carolina Speaker of the House have put forward uh, as the way forward for South Carolinians. They've made a deal with uh, with a company that deems themselves in the United States of America, EVAC. Okay, it's a rare earth mineral magnet company. And the purpose of this company is to make these rare earth mineral magnets for electric vehicles and electric batteries, etc., etc. Um, we're going to get into that later on in the show. But the first thing I want to remind you that, guys, this is so convoluted. Okay. Let me put. You know, one foot in front of the other here. Some of the neocons and the, quote, establishment Republicans have been working night and day 
with the Democrats in South Carolina to push forward these these fascist multinational business proposals. And it seems like it doesn't matter what party one belongs to. They are they are pushing these things without remorse, without a second thought, and most importantly, without looking into the unintended consequences or potential unintended consequences. And that's very concerning to me, Corey Allen of the Overton Report. Um, It's very concerning to most of the actual conservatives in our state. It seems to me the only people who are not concerned about this are the ones that call everybody fascists for wanting individual liberty, uh, the left, right, in South Carolina, and uh, some of the, quote, Republican, end quote, state reps and state senators and bureaucrats that either don't know any better or don't want to know any better, right? And one of the best examples of this was the Scout Motors deal, which we're going to bring on Elena Moore, one of the founding members of Palmetto State Watch. Uh, We're going to discuss that with her in just a minute. But it also really, uh, this is is a situation that's, that's very much illustrated in this new thing that a couple of days ago, the governor, Henry McMaster, and the Speaker of the House, and some other people in South Carolina politics uh, were were touting as the best thing in the world. And that is the EVAC deal to build in Sumter a rare earth mineral magnet company. And of course, it's another German company, just like Scout Motors. But we've uncovered some really questionable things going on with that company. And when I say we've uncovered, I mean, we've read trade magazines that have pointed us in the direction of understanding exactly what this company really is, exactly what they really do, and why this is a terrible, potentially terrible investment for the South Carolinian taxpayer and citizen. Um, We'll get into that a little bit later. But first, I want to bring uh, Elena Moore with Palmetto State Watch on. So I'm going to go ahead and give her a call, and hopefully she answers. Hey. Hey, what's up? Hey, I'm really glad you answered, Elena. Uh, It's really good to talk to you. How are you? I'm doing good. You know, there's always something that seems to be going on in South Carolina, so it's just taking one chomp at at corruption at a time, but it's never boring, that's for sure. Yeah, there really is. And and you guys have, uh, at Palmetto State Watch, which you're the founder, right? Yes, I am uh, the co-founder along with Janice Price. Okay, you guys have done... A, a lot of good in, I mean, it's, it's only been a couple of years, hasn't it? Yeah, we had our first year anniversary, actually, this past August, so we're first going on year? a year and a half now. Wow, so a year and a half, 
That's awesome. You know, the Overton report started in August, August 19th of 2020. So not too much longer, but you guys do something that's far beyond my purview. You guys have a, a unique understanding of the bills that are coming through. Um, and you focus on, on policy issues. And I don't know, you, you, you guys have done a lot of good work. I read your stuff all the time. How can people first, before we even begin this, because you've been at the forefront of warning people about the Scout Motors deal and what it what it really means for South Carolinians. But can you tell us before we get into that, how do people find you? Yeah, so we have a website, which is palmettostatewatch.com. So you can follow a lot of the articles and different things we put out there. We also have a podcast as well called the Magnifying Glass Podcast. Um, but the two biggest things that I always direct people is, number one, follow us on social media. We're on all the major platforms, including True Social and Getter, along with Facebook and Twitter, obviously, and, and mm-hmm. other uh, outlets as well. And then we also do a weekly newsletter that you can sign up for on our website. So if you miss anything that's going on throughout the week, if you're not on our Telegram and see what we're putting out a lot of times, we'll put the highlights in a newsletter and send that out at the end of the week so people know what's going on as well. That's great. Yeah. Um, Social media, you know, that really is, that's the place where it's not a once a day newsletter or, you know, a once a week type deal. It's as things happening as they're happening. Right. Right. And I mean, it's just like with politicians. They're constantly posting on different things. Some put uh, certain things on uh, Facebook that they don't put on Twitter and then vice versa. So we do our best to keep those updates. And I know you do it very similarly where you're just watching what other people are putting out as well and trying to stay up to date and reposting and, and putting on what's going on actually in South Carolina at that moment. I always say, you know, if you want to really follow us on something, definitely follow us on telegram um because we put out uh, research you know night and day uh, a lot of times before we're able to spread it out as well right and so so just search palmetto state watch on your favorite social media platform and palmetto state watch.com okay awesome okay so what i want to talk to you about is uh this the scout motors deal mainly uh let me tell you why first there, there's a new announcement um, just at, at yesterday, day before, somewhere in there, in the past couple of days, mm-hmm. in Sumter, where this company EVAC has now become the, the next German company that will be creating this 85-acre compound for the purpose of electric vehicles. Uh, and and the batteries and 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 things like that, um, the magnets for the batteries rather, but mm-hmm. Scout Motors is really where all a lot of this began. And what I noticed was while <clears throat> I, I've gone into the politics of this and and how you know the Scout Motors deal is fascism because I mean a government giving one point four billion dollars in cash and incentives to a foreign company to come here. They're basically picking a winner 
And yeah. in picking a winner, they're picking losers. That that was my take on the Scout Motors deal. But you guys at Palmetto State Watch, you dug way deeper into this mm-hmm. situation. And I think it's important for people in South Carolina and really in the country because especially with this EVAC deal, this is the first of its kind and the company is backed by uh, the Pentagon. So yeah. Scout Motors is something very similar, but way more money has been delved into it. So I, I want you to tell us what the Scout Motors deal is, kind of briefly, mm-hmm. um, what it what it entailed, how it happened. Just just talk to me like I'm a seven-year-old and I want to – no, not seven. Let's say 16, you know. Okay. Talk to me like I'm a 16-year-old and tell me – what this is, how it came about, and and what the issues are. Yeah, so with the Scout Motors, Scout Motors is actually the shell company for Volkswagen. So when we say Scout Motors, I, I do my best to also say Volkswagen because Volkswagen has been the poster, poster child company for ESG legislation and has a very close relationship with the CCP. So when we talk about this, I know that our current elected officials like Governor McMaster and others will call it Oh, an American-made company. Well, Scout Motors used to be an American company back in the 60s and produce American companies, but it was bought out and replaced by Volkswagen. And destroyed, right? It was completely completely gutted, and Scout Motors did not exist for decades until this, right? Right, exactly. And the interesting thing about this is that uh, it seems that You know, when um, Scout Motors came up in a bill, which was in this past March, they called it, I believe the legislators, they they called it the workforce bill. And they Mm. said, oh, well, you know, we're going to pay all these billions of dollars in incentives and cash and, and money from taxpayer dollars in order to bring in more jobs to South Carolina. So that was how it was portrayed. And it happened, they passed that bill in less than two weeks. That's unheard of for the people out there. There, I, I can't, I, I can't recall a bill that was put forward and then passed in two weeks. It usually takes a year, right? At right. least, at, or five years. Yeah, and even the uh, Scout Motors CEO uh, even said that he's never seen, you know, a. a state pull out the red carpet and get everything done so quickly in less than 60 days over holidays yeah (laughs) and that's what really has blown my mind with all of this because when it was announced through that workforce bill it was a you know it wasn't a bipartisan issue everybody democrats and republicans were all voting for it they were said we've got to bring this in Uh, they didn't know much about it because i found out later they were only given a nine the contract between scout motors and south carolina is actually over 200 pages right right okay the legislators never saw that. They were given a nine-page summary written by a USC professor that sits on the Economic Development Board. And from my talks with the Do we know his name? They, yes, it is uh, Joey, Joey Von Dessen. Von? Wait. Joey Von Dessen? Yes. So that's a German name, isn't it? It does seem that way. I did some research into him, and he's actually a graduate from 
uh, Furman University for his bachelor's and then went on to USC, I believe, to get um, some more. Uh, and then he also became one of their professors and works as the liaison for a lot of Blue Cross Blue Shield and a lot of other huge corporations uh, okay. that have moved into South Carolina. That's it's a happy coincidence. Right. Gotcha. You know, I'm sure it's completely unrelated. And so they, when I spoke with the legislators about this summary, they said it read more like a praise report rather than going into the details yeah. of what was actually in the contract. And one of the biggest uh, talking points that our legislators used to say, oh, Scout Motors is so great is, oh, they're bringing in 4,000 jobs. That we heard that over and over and over we again. We sure did. 4,000 jobs. If you read the contract, it says that it's only going to bring 400 direct jobs and possibly uh, a few other couple hundred thousand in indirect if they decide to work with other companies, etc. Well, that really- and also don't they include generally in those types of reports that, that they'll include ga- a gas station that pops up that they will say will, will possibly hire 20 people because people need to have gas. and. Right. uh a pharmacy that and they'll that those are generally included i don't know if it's it this is an example of that but generally when they're talking about building a large um facility like boeing or something like that they yeah. they will also uh use some weird accounting uh things to to bring in to say well then a ruby tuesdays will be created and that'll give 25 people jobs and then a gas station will be created and that'll give 15 and then they'll have to be a cvs or a pharmacy because those people need medicines and that'll create 30 jobs etc 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 and that's how they get to those inflated numbers when you realize the direct impact is only the 400 right it's completely hypothetical And so it's very hard to trust the numbers unless you read it yourself. And when we were going through the contract, it, I mean, I'm normally a pessimistic person. I, it really blew my mind. I mean, we're selling the farm, everything around the farm and, and even more because we gave them over 1600 acres of land that include FEMA flood zones and, and wetlands and uh, many other things around communities and Blythewood to just, build and we're paying for everything else that's going and i want to get into that what we're paying them so so to talk directly to the people who are listening to this and might not know kind of you know the ins and outs uh the state of south carolina gave them 1.4 billion dollars in cash and incentives so when we're talking about them giving that land like selling the farm, etc. Um, those are included in the incentives. What do you do? You recall what is the actual number of uh, for the cash? Wasn't it half a billion dollars? Or so more? the exact numbers that were put in the work first bill was that it was going to be a one point three billion in incentives and then 400 million in cash oh so we're talking 1.7 billion in cash and incentives and how much of that was cash 400 million dollars in cash in cash for them to do as they want as they want they don't and there was no 
as far as we can tell at this point, from what I've read, not only from the bill itself, but from your reporting at palmettostatewatch.com, we're talking about they can spin that in Liechtenstein or right. London or China. There's no strings. They just gave them that plus another $1.3 billion in incentives that, of course, you know, I don't know if most people know this, but if, if let's say that, Elena, you give me a piece of property, right, worth a million bucks, I can go and get a loan on that piece of property yep. and then use that cash anywhere, right? And a lot of this is land that they've given them. Land, infrastructure spending. Oh, and they're even paying for a separate location for scout motors to work as we pay for them to build their building and the furniture that is even in the building. So, And not only that, but none of that even includes the professors that will be paid to, to teach people how to work for this company the right. ready sc none of that is is included in this and, and that costs millions yeah and it, it's really interesting because after this bill passed the house there was a blythewood town hall that i attended and, and live tweeted from and the executive director of the richland county economic development department jeff rubel said that, oh, don't worry, your housing prices are all going to go up because we're going to have a bunch of German engineers moving in. They have to have a place to live. Wait, what do you mean we have to have German? What What are you talking about? This was supposed to create 400 jobs for Americans. Right. What do you mean, German? Yeah, well, it's the Germans are, <clears throat> are actually, we have given them money to redo the infrastructure in Blythewood to build a railroad between the land uh, Scout Motors has and a neighborhood that Norfolk will be using. And we, I don't know how many jobs are actually going to end up from South Carolina because it seems we've got a lot of uh, Germans moving in instead and buying houses in uh, Lexington, Richland County um, in order to come and, and run the show in Blyfoot. Yeah, I think, well, and now I don't want to get too deep into the the Blythewood uh, government, local government aspect of this, because that is, that deserves its own two hour program. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) But, but, But I do know, I do know for a fact that citizens, longtime citizens, longtime voters, longtime people who have been involved in uh, and the daily, uh, the daily workings of Blythewood, South Carolina, have been placed on lists by the the leaders in that area of people who should not be spoken to. Is that right? Yes, that is true. Tell me something and about that. So there have been ever since Scout Motors moved in, or it was announced that they were moving in in March. Mind you, the um, governor has been working with these German companies from what we can find since uh, the year before that. 
in planning this, even though we, we didn't know until it happened. But there were several citizens in Blythewood that were not getting answers from their government when, or even from Scout Motors when they were asking, hey, can you tell us how this is going to impact us and, and other questions that they had and, and concerns as well. So they started doing their own digging and they created their own Facebook page because of it. Mm. Well, What's that Facebook that, page? That Facebook page is called BW Scout. Okay. And so it, it it's not as active as it used to be, but that was a place that a lot of people could come to that was almost the town center for people to raise their voice because when they would try and talk about it in their town council meetings... They were threatened. Yeah, they were pretty much threatened. And, and, and that's what we, I decided to look into that a little bit because one of the citizens in Blythewood... FOIA'd uh, the Economic Development Department regarding um, these sorts of communications and found emails between the department, uh, the Chamber of Commerce Department and Jeff Rubel, that Richland County Economic Development Department, bragging about how he has created a, a watch list right. for... Um, citizens and even a legislator that have voiced concerns about scouts. And so he, wait, are you saying that he put a legislator on that watch list or a legislator helped him create the watch list? No, he put the legislator on that watch list. Really? Yes, because that legislator, and it, it comes out in this email where uh, Jeff Rubel is um, emailing back and forth with the Chamber of Commerce, and he says, well, I got a request from a legislator to view the scout area, but mm-hmm. don't worry, I shut that down. Oh, okay. So so the legislator, though, that, you know, I'm not going to pressure you to, to, to name that person, but that legislator was on the side of the people and had questions alongside the people. Yes, it was actually one of the only legislators that the uh, citizen that was actually listening to Blythewood citizens and their concerns. So on behalf of them, he asked, "Hey, can I see what's going on?" And he was shut down in, in Jeff Rubel's own words. Okay. So what we've got here basically is a multinational company coming in to South Carolina and working with the government to carve out a place in our economy. Is that right? Yes. That is the best way to put it. I mean, if you, we will be having an article eventually that comes out going over the highlights of what was in the contract. But to give you an idea, I'd say probably my favorite part that we agreed to. I mean, it's a sweetheart deal for Volkswagen. I'll give it to them. Their lawyers did a phenomenal job. Yeah, but their lawyers shouldn't be able to, to, these multinational lawyers shouldn't be able to, to destroy the livelihoods of South Carolinians with a false promise like this. I mean, this is, this is really bad. So... I'm not let me, let me just let me just put this out there. So, and I said this from the start. So, let's say it was just the 500 million, okay? In cash, mm-hmm. right? 400 million, yeah. 400 yeah, sorry. 400 let's say it was 400 million dollars in cash and then 1.3 billion in subsidies and tax write-offs, etc. Let's just take the 400 million dollars in pure cash that South Carolina took 
from small business owners and 40% of the top earners of South Carolina. Let's say they took that, right? Mm-hmm. And and I've, I've tried to put this in a way that doesn't make it seem like I'm advocating for the government giving businesses cash, okay? But if we're going to do that, if we're going to take $400 million and disperse it among business, if we're going to do that, which I don't think we should in the first place, what what good could that do our economy if we gave it to South Carolina-based small businesses in the form of grants or even zero-interest loans? Well, you know, you're not the only one that has asked that question. When this reached the House floor and was being debated, Representative Joe White from Newberry stood up and he said, you know, with the amount of money that we are giving to Scout, he crunched the numbers and he said, we could at least, we could start 50,000 businesses or, or some type of number like that in the state of South Carolina with that money. But we're not. I mean, we're giving it to a company that requires. That's based in the European Union. Yeah, that's based in Germany, that is based in the EU, and that requires any business or person they work with to comply with the Green New Deal and ESG policies before they're even allowed to work with them. Exactly right. And we're talking about Volkswagen that is in, like, not even in bed. They're, like, in the same pillowcase as Mm -hmm. the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really bad. It's really bad. And and on top of that, we're talking about a company that's going to directly, we've given them, so, so basically we're paying, what, they're going to create 400 million jobs and we've given them $400 million in cash. So for every hundred, for every million dollars in cash, they're going to create one job. Yeah. That's pretty much what it's like, and it even breaks it down more in the contract where we pay them for a job that they give over a 10-year period. And we're going to take on, on top of that, because the training is not included, we're going to pay for the training of those people. And now we're finding out that most of those people, those 400 jobs, are actually just Germans who are already trained, who are relocating. Right. That's a uh, to real me, crazy I, situation. Oh my god. I mean the only jobs that I could see Americans getting out of this is probably their janitorial staff. Without training, I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 then if we're talking about training them for this, they're, they're never the people that we train for this are never going to work there. They're going yeah. to go to to California or China, right? or North Africa to work at different places that do similar things. It's this is a very it's a very devastating situation. And that brings me to if you're okay, I'd like to kind of talk to you about the uh Sumter situation. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. I mean that we're seeing almost a replica of it in Sumter which shocks me because in the contract that we signed, as in South Carolina signed with Scout Motors, it says 
that no other similar company to Scout Motors can move in within a 75 road mile um, surrounding Scout Motors. What? I'm sorry. Say that. Say that one more time. In the contract, uh-huh. we agreed that le- the legislators would op- um, legislators of South Carolina would openly uh, work against any company that tried to move in within a seventy-five mile, or seventy-five road mile radius of Scout Motors. So, if if there was a South Carolina, so, so for example, if there was a South Carolina innovator who decided to create an an EV manufacturing company or any type of company that creates the uh, hardware or software that goes into the electric vehicle that that Volkswagen's new Gamble is working on, mm-hmm. South South Carolinian legislators are are now obligated to fight against that company. And its existence. They have to. So basically what they're saying is you have to make sure that since you've picked us as a winner, you must ensure that any other company that wants to do this in this area is a loser. Yeah. Oh, so they they basically made them sign a (laughs) like a contract of literal fascism. That's a, that is definitely a way you could put it. I mean, it, I don't know. I don't know how else, else you could put it. Yeah, it, it really it's working against us. Imagine this. Completely. Imagine this, Elena. Elena, you have created a car wash. Okay, it's a car wash. You you wash cars. You have this 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 company. Let's call it yeah. Elena's Car Wash. Okay, and you had the you were friends with the people in the air that, that run the government in the area. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say Charleston. Cause you know, everything shady happens in Charleston. Let's say Elena's car wash exists in Charleston County. Okay. And in order to put Elena's car wash in Charleston, you had them the all of the, the, the mayors and the city council, and the county council sign a contract that any other car wash that tried to create a business in this area, they would actively fight against and ensure never existed. What is that? That kind of sounds like fascism to me. I'm. What else could it be called? We could call it cronyism. Because it's like they call you a friend, but no, this is literally government deciding, you know, we're giving you money to create this industry and we're going to fight tooth and nail for you to be the only one who's capable of this. Our Republicans and Democrats alike decided who were the winners and losers, and the the only losers here are the taxpayers of South Carolina. Well, that's that's true because because here's another thing, and and I don't think that we've talked about this um, as a community very, as much as we should. When Scout Motors fails, which let's yeah. let's be real, 
scout motors will fail. Mm-hmm. Okay, it will fail because it's a mandated electric vehicle company when the entire infrastructure needed to make such a company viable or successful does not exist and will never exist, okay? It's it's a government mandated company that will never be viable on its own merit, okay? Mm-hmm. It will fail. When it does, Volkswagen will not take the hit. South Carolina will. Right? Yeah. Just like the, yeah. the, the Panthers didn't take a hit when the practice arena in the upstate failed. The state took the hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, right now it's affecting... Blythewood, but it, it this is a deal for all of South Carolina. It's going to be affecting everyone in this state. Yeah, because let's be real. The, the, the tax bracket of Blythewood is not covering half a billion dollars. There's in no cash. way. I don't see how just the county of Richland County is going to, but that seems to be who made a lot of these deals. Exactly. Yeah, and and it's it's a really crazy situation. In one connection, there, there's like, so I haven't done a ton of research yet into the Sumter thing. I want to do a complete deep dive, but from what I've seen so far, there is a lot of scary similarities to where, you know, Scout Motors is only making um, what they say off-road vehicles, trucks, and SUVs. And that's, and I'm wondering if that's happening with the Sumter one. Scout Motors getting- hasn't made a single vehicle. Right, but they say when they do, it's oh, only going to be Sahara Desert off-roading vehicles. That's weird. <laughs> so you'll that never be able to... That you've got the DOD funding another German EV that's probably going to be producing something similar. I'm starting to think it's just... I don't know. That's just... It's just weird, and I think it's way more connected with each other. Yeah, um... It's, it's, oh, don't even get me started. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, I'm, I got this up. Okay. So, Elena, uh, I, I, I've asked you about the Scout Motors issue because the Sumter EV, uh, EVAC is the name of the company, EVAC Magnetics. Uh, it was announced a couple of days ago by Henry McMaster and the SE Speaker of the House that this was a a great thing that the United States is going to have a rare earth magnet factory. And those rare earth magnets, of course, are uh, a requirement for electric vehicles, not only electric vehicles, but uh, solar power, uh, cell phones. I mean, these are these rare earth mineral magnets. I mean, when you when you look at if you if you go to Google or DuckDuckGo and you search, you know, electric vehicle mines, all those mines that you see, those open earth mines, they're searching for rare earth minerals to turn into electric vehicle batteries, basically. <laughs> but Here's the deal. Uh, EVAC, EVAC Magnetics is a company based out of Germany, 
right next to Volkswagen slash Scout. Um, and they made a deal in October of this year with the Pentagon. The Pentagon was going to find them a place to build a factory in the United States. Okay. Now they claim that they were, they, and they gave them over about a hundred million dollars on the face. Okay. Now we can, we, we should probably be smarter than that and understand that a hundred million dollars on the face means a billion dollars in reality. Right. But that's what they did. The Pentagon worked with EVAC out of Germany, EVAC Magnetics, <clears throat> to create a rare earth magnet facility in the United States. And the goal, the stated goal, was to reduce its reliance on China. That has now become this proposed factory in Sumter, South Carolina. Now, first off, rare earth minerals and rare earth minerals that are used to create magnets are extremely dangerous, okay? They get into the water table. There's no getting them out. First of all, that's neither here nor there. That doesn't matter to the extent we're talking about it. But basically, the Department of Defense gave them $95 million dollars. And they came to South Carolina and in Sumter, they've now decided that they're going to give, quote, half a billion dollars to purchase 85 acres to create this rare earth mineral magnet company to make these EV batteries uh, for Scout Motors, right? Uh-huh. And my issue here, my big issue here is they say that they're doing this to <clears throat> reduce our independence on China and the Com- Chinese Communist Party. And they say, <clears throat> excuse me, and they say that they are uh, doing this to bring jobs to Sumter, South Carolina. The, uh 300 jobs at the most will be in in Sumter, South Carolina. And EVAC Magnetics is directly connected to the Chinese Communist Party. So I don't know if you know a lot about this situation. But this this seems to me, it seems like Scout Motors comes in, Right. And they create this this infrastructure using um, uh, South Carolina taxpayer money, right? Mm-hmm. And then they come in and get their friends involved because – give me one second. I need to uh, – Vacuum Schmelz is the name of the company. Vacuum Schmelzy is the actual name of the company. And it's a German company that has multiple deals with the Chinese Communist Party regarding getting the rare earth minerals from the the CCP's mines 
in Africa and in China. And then what their plan is, is to ship them over to South Carolina and build these batteries and uh, magnets for the batteries. But all the while that they're doing this, they're still extremely dependent upon the Chinese Communist Party to get these raw materials to build these magnets, right? So in order for us to limit the amount of... (laughs) This is just so funny to me, the irony. In order for us to limit the amount of back and forth with China that we currently have, we're going to create another company that's going to do the back and forth with, with China to bring in mm-hmm. the supplies they need to build what they will most likely, I'm sure, call American-made mm-hmm. electric vehicles. And what they do here is they, they're like, well, we're not depending on China for this. We're depending on a German company who is dependent upon China for this. I now, love how that works. Right? Now, here's here's a quote from uh, a trade magazine that I've discovered that is, that's talking about EVAC, uh, and not even in regards to the South Carolina deal, but in regards to the Pentagon. Because basically, the Pentagon is the group that's going around state to state lobbying on behalf of EVAC, okay? So it's not EVAC that was going around state to state trying to find a place to build a factory. It was literally the United States Pentagon who made a deal with this German company and went around on their behalf and found South Carolina to be the, the perfect place. Okay. There seems to be a lot of conflicts of interest there. Well, it's 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 frightening at the very least, okay? But here's here's a quote. <clears throat> quote. And this is from a rare earth battery trade magazine, which I'll talk about later on in the show. Uh, quote Roughly one in four vacuum schmelz employees, which is EVAC, uh, are China based. Meaning that that 25% of this entire company's employees are in China, okay? That means run CCP. That means Chinese Communist Party, okay? And work wow. under those things. Roughly one in four vacuum schmelz employees are China-based, and the company has production facilities there as well. Further, it's a minority owner in a China-based joint venture with... Forgive me, I don't speak Chinese. Zonk San Juan, China's largest producer of rare earth magnets. So they are also a minority owner in the Chinese Communist Party's largest producer of rare earth magnets. But now they're in South Carolina, okay? Zong San Juan has close Chinese government ties. Its controlling shareholder shareholder is the Chinese Academy of Sciences, a public institution that sits directly under the state council, China's cabinet. Its joint venture with vacuum schmelz, dubbed Sanvac, 
S-A-N-V-A-C, for those who want to look it up, was established in 2005 and is seen by Chinese industry analysts as an opportunity to learn from the German veteran and propel Zong San Juan into an internationally competitive position. China already bought them. The reason that we're bringing EVAC here is because China bought America's largest company that built rare earth minerals and rare earth magnets. They bought them and then shut down all production in the United States. That happened about uh, eight years ago. Okay. And then after that, they uh, evac, we'll call it for short, because I don't speak German, vacuum schmelze. They ended up working with the Chinese company that, that bought and shut down America's only rare earth magnet suppliers. And now they're coming, this German company who's working with, the, with those CCP members are coming back into America and making deals with the Pentagon and the South Carolina government, state government, to try and get us off of the Chinese Communist Party teat by, in fact, putting us back on the Chinese Communist Party teat. Do you see? I mean, you can't, you can't make this stuff up. It is so complex to where they will say just about anything. <laughs> and at this point, it feels like whatever they say, it, it, the truth is the opposite. Because it's not an American-made company. It's giving us more dependence on China. And now I would like to know how many Chinese workers are going to be coming into South Carolina to work these jobs. Or how many how many CCP friendlies who live in Germany. I don't... You know what I mean? Like, we, we think about America and China being on opposite ends of the world, but Germany is literally, like, what, 400 miles away? That's yeah. like you going into a different time zone. That's nothing. It's not that far at all. And it, it, it is really <clears throat> scary, the relationships that we are bringing into South Carolina under the guise of helping our own citizens. It, it, it really is just nauseating. You know the scariest part? What's that? Here's, here's another quote. EVAC is part of the VAC group which is VAC, you can search it on, you know, publicly traded companies, uh, the European equivalent of the Dow. It's a leading developer in magnetic materials and solutions. The company produces rare earth neodymium iron boron magnets, which are critical to automotive, defense, industrial, and renewable energy applications. Uh EVAC entered into an agreement with the U.S. Department of Defense, which will provide $94.1 million to acquire and install manufacturing equipment, operationalize technical infrastructure, and engineer production lines for the facility. So the, the, the Pentagon, the U.S. Department of Defense, gave them all this money in order to uh, – they, they entered into business agreements with them – while this company is literally under the thumb of our largest economic adversary. 
that is and, and and South Carolina, it seems to me, is playing the patsy here. Right. That's what it seems like. It seems like they're not informed enough. Well, you know, I, I I wonder how long this has been planned because I know Governor McMaster announced Project Connect, which is what all of this falls under, which is the move to the an electric grid and electric vehicles and smart cities. That's what all of this Project Connect does, and these businesses fit right in under it all. Don't they? And they, and that means they can't be questioned. They can't be. What's the, okay, <clears throat> so first off, I want to say I've really enjoyed our conversation. I wish that we had all day, really, to talk, and maybe in the next couple of days we can. Um, but here's here's my thing. The average South Carolinian, okay, one, they don't have time, right? They're taking care of their family. They're taking care of their lives, Right. Uh-huh. It's up to people like you, especially with palmettostatewatch.com, to to kind of tell people what's what's going on. And we trust you. And I think that that trust is, is really being earned at this point. What, what do we do? What, what does the average person do to fight against this i mean obviously they can't all go and pick it at blythewood right that, that right. That's, that's not tenable but they can all send emails right but where exactly. do they get those calls to action and that's the important part is this seems to be like a huge gigantic thing that has already been passed but that that is what they want you to think is that you can't do anything you actually have a lot yes. more power than you realize and in a FOIA that was um, that, that was received uh, by I believe it was the nerve it was an email between Trey Walker the governor's chief of staff and the SC Commerce secretary Harry Harry Lightsey where he was saying, oh, well, if the, pub- the public doesn't need to know about what's going on with Scout Motors, you know, they, this isn't a public dialogue. They don't get a say in it. And one of the quotes that he said in that email to the Commerce Department was, if the voters don't like it, there is a process for expressing their displeasure elections. So that's oh. one process. <laughs> you know, oh. that... That was something that was taken to heart in Blythewood. Actually, in the last election, Blythewood residents replaced their mayor with the only town council member that voted against Scout Motors even moving in. So that would be the number one thing is exercising your voice in the elections because it can work, especially on these local levels. But the other one is asking your legislator if and why they are voting for the workforce bill and hate crimes legislation, all of these different things that are really tied back to these companies like Volkswagen, these German EV companies coming in and holding, um, holding your legislators accountable. You can watch their voting record and compare it to their freedom scorecard. If they are not listening to you, if you're calling and emailing and saying, Hey, why are you doing this? You need to vote against this or you need to vote for this. You know, you need to have an open dialogue with your legislators and your local officials because it does make an impact. It happened in Blythewood. It's happening all across the state right now. Yeah, we've seen that. 
Yeah, I mean, we every single election that keeps coming up, we're seeing it more and more, but we have to keep up that momentum, and we have to continue putting the heat and holding these legislators' feet to the fire. Okay. Well, I'll tell I'll tell you something, man. This this has been this is one of my one of the my favorite discussions I've ever done on air. I I really do appreciate what you've done, Elena. I mean, what you've done is is very big. I mean, you're you've just started this a year and a half ago, and I think that from from what I can tell, and I talk to these people often, you know, from different sides of the conservative aisle i don't talk to democrats they don't like me very much but but the other sides you know they there's rarely a conversation that comes up that something that y'all have uncovered at palmettostatewatch.com has not come into the conversation y'all are trusted and i just i hope that you guys keep up what you're doing how can people support you more so than just visiting the website. Absolutely. Uh, well, one of the biggest ways that we can be supported is through donations. If anyone would like to mm-hmm. donate to Palmetto State Watch and help fund these FOIAs, because the more FOIAs we do, the more expensive they become. We even did a FOIA this past year with uh, regarding electric vehicles with the governor's office, and we received eleven thousand over eleven thousand pages in response, and it was a hefty FOIA. Yeah. So we we need help paying for the FOIAs. So through, uh, any donations or even becoming a monthly sponsor of um, uh, even you know ten twenty dollars helps out a great deal. So any money that you're able to provide and, and donate to the cause, uh, you can go to palmettostatewatch.com and click that. Uh, donate button okay and another way that you uh, we can be supported is joining the cause because palmetto state watch is a group of like-minded citizens and networking those citizens across the state so if you would like to help out with our movement and and become a volunteer you can submit that to our page under our volunteer page as well so those are the two biggest ways other than following us on social media is uh, is is putting your money where your mouth is and and your work where your mouth is if you have the time to spare well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Elena, we're we're here for you at the Overton Report, and anything we can do, please let us know. Because I mean, <laughs> South Carolina is a potentially, or, or, or I guess on the surface, a small state, but there's some very important things going on here. You know, I mean, the the Sumter deal is the first rare earth magnet business in america under the uh pentagon you know what i mean like that's that's very important we we're very there are very important things going on here and i don't think that people in our state really understand just how how important their voices are or can be and you guys are doing a lot to to let them know that well, thank you so much for your support and for having me on. And if anyone has wants to do any further research, we have four different articles that have been done on the Scout Motors, and there will be more coming, trust me. There is a lot that seems to be happening um, regarding electric vehicles, not only in Blythewood and 
in uh, Sumter, but there's even more moving into Florence and Allendale County and, mm-hmm. and Woodruff. And, and they're popping up everywhere over just this one past year because of this Project Connect um, initiative that is being the forefront. But we have to realize that this economic development, it sounds great, but it is the Trojan horse to bring it in foreign relations to our state. That's right. Economic development is helping the people who live in your state become economically independent. It's not allowing EU members to come in and run roughshod over the state. That's yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for your work and your your co-founders and your writers. Uh, I really appreciate them. I get a lot of insight from what you guys do and I appreciate you. So oh, well, I, and I hope so this much. is the first of many conversations that we can have about a, a number of topics. So, Oh, absolutely. There's never a shortage in South Carolina. <laughs> That's for sure. Oh man. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us. And guys, if you want to check out uh, Palmetto state watch, like she said, just search on Facebook, on Twitter, on telegram, uh, and go to palmettostatewatch.com, sign up for their newsletter. I've gotten a lot out of it myself personally, and I know that you will. Uh, and as they've always said, however South Carolina goes, so goes the nation. That's been the case since 1803, and it's going to continue to be the case forever, I promise you. Yeah, um, we are ground zero. <clears throat> we are. We, we truly are. So, um once again, th- thank you, Elena. I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Thank you so much, Corey. All right. Bye. bye. So there you have it from the horse's mouth, my friends. Uh, before we end, I just want to let you know and remind you, you can catch us at theovertonreport.substack.com. You can catch us every single Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, on BigPatriotRadio.com and don't forget tomorrow uh, Thursday Thursday December 21st I will be joining uh, Mike Covert of BigPatriotRadio.com and the cast of New America Movement and we'll be discussing some very important issues facing South Carolina and the nation at that point Uh, so catch us tomorrow at 7 as well thank you guys so much for uh all of your support. My name is Corey Allen, and this has been the Overton Report. <laughs>